One of my friends, she, I was, uh, we do, a, like, we try to do a weekly FaceTime, like a little group of us from mm -hmm. Wyoming, and we play cribbage and old people games and stuff like that. <laughs> but <laughs> I love that you think cribbage is an old person. Do you guys play bridge? Not bridge. We just we play cribbage every time. So <laughs> I, awesome. I have my little cribbage board. We have some cards and all that, and we get on FaceTime at, at least once a week, or we try at least once a week. <laughs> Sometimes so we cute. do more, but um, I was like so. It was the first time I talked to them since our first podcast, since the first episode dropped, and I was like, so, feedback, what do you think? Uh -huh. They're like, oh, we love it, we love it. And then one of my friends, Savannah, she was like, do you realize how much you say 100%? Like, I know. 100%. I was like... You say it a lot. And you no. know what I say a lot? Or whatever. Or whatever? I always say, or whatever. I'll be like, saying a thought, da-da-da-da-da, and then I'll be like, yeah, or whatever. And, and then I'm like, why did I not finish the thought? Why did I just say, or whatever, and I just assume everybody knows what I That's mean? That's so funny. It was, I was, she was like... But don't you love friends like that that tell you stuff like that? And I you're was like, a little nervous, to be honest. Like, for the first couple podcasts, I'm like, okay, I want feedback... But I'm a little nervous because they're going to tell me something that's like... But you know they love you, and so... That's the reason why that's... I, I'm okay with it. <laughs> but I was like, I didn't realize that. I say that a lot, and I do. I say, oh, 100%. Just like that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you say it a lot. <laughs> I didn't realize it, so I'm going to try not to do it this time. <laughs> you can say it if you mean it. No. Well, okay, 100%, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to try to... Try to Try to hold back on that. That's amazing. <laughs> I was like, it could be a game. You could count how many times, and then at the end, we could be like, tell us how many times we say 100%. Well, Too much chicken. And whatever you say. What did you say? And Or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> we'll be super fit. We'll make Sage do a squat for every time he says 100%. Drink a shot of kombucha. <laughs> oh, no. I would never say or whatever if I oh, didn't. Oh, I'd that. be about that. Oh my goodness. There I think was, your mom gave me a kombucha one time and it was not that disgusting one that you said with like a whole bunch of stuff that... Oh, we drink them all the time. Uh, they are so good. I don't remember what kind she gave me, but it was actually not disgusting. Oh. We usually get the blood orange one. That's our favorite. Or the pink lady. Actually, I take back everything I just said. The pink lady is the best one. Okay. It's so good. Grocery Outlet sometimes has them. I think I asked which one I should get and I think she said that one and I think that that sounds familiar because that first one sounds like no. I just love it because it burns my throat. Like, mm. <laughs> How is that a good thing? Feels good. I don't know. Everyone's always like do you drink when you're 20 you turn 21 do you drink? I'm like yeah kombucha, coffee, Pellegrino and my water bottle mm -hmm. and I'm fine with that. Kombucha like, I'm, is great. I'm all about that drink. Yeah. There was this girl that came into Pizza Co when I was waiting the other night and she goes, I'm going to be really obnoxious. I was like, okay, lay it on me. She's like, I'm going to get like 100 drinks. I hope that's okay. Like, She's like, I like, I usually bring my own water bottle, but she's like, I didn't this time. And I was like, oh, I bring my own water bottle everywhere I go. I'm like, I bring it. It's like my baby. It's like around me. I have my kombucha. I was like going off on her. And she was like, okay, so I'm going to get a Sprite. I'm going to get a mimosa. I'm going to get a water. Do you have fizzy water? And I was like, it's not going to be Pellegrino, but we'll get you some, we'll get you some, you know, soda water. She's like, okay. It was really funny because I was like, I feel that like when I show up somewhere, I'm like a hundred drinks. Usually I have my, uh, LaCroix, but I didn't bring that today. We were all out. That's hilarious. <laughs> when I walk into work, it's my backpack, my home coffee that I haven't finished yet, my work coffee for going into work, my water bottle, and then whatever food I have, so I have like a big old arm. Yeah, that's how I feel. And I realize sometimes it's considered rude to go into a restaurant with your 
Heck no. Water bottle? I do it. I don't care. I I didn't know. I go that. to restaurants and play put out my cribbage board and start playing a game. <laughs> if I'm going to a restaurant, be ready for me to sit there for two hours. I'm not in and out. I don't want to be. I want to pull up the lazy boy and I want the coffee pot, bring it to the table because I want to keep pouring. I have two friends that when we go anywhere, we started just going to each other's houses because we were staying at, at lunch so long that we got hungry again. We were there That's for like, great. We were That's there like, for like four hours. Like yeah. we'll start, I, I like, here's, here's what I like. Here's my ideal going out to lunch. Okay. We're starting with the appetite. We'll start, we'll start with the drinks. Okay, give me my menus. I haven't even looked at it yet. Okay, set it to the side. Talk give for me 20 my minutes. drinks. Get, yes. Oh, everyone's here. They're running 20 minutes late. It's okay. We'll wait. You know, just keep coming back. Whatever. I'll get a cup of coffee. Give me my water. You know, the whole bit. Mm -hmm. Then, once the whole party's there, okay, cool. Haven't even opened the menu yet. Person keep the poor waiter keeps coming back. Whatever. We're like, haven't even looked yet. I'm sorry. Then, get me on an appetizer. Tell me what you have. You got some sliders, you got some garlic cheese bread. You know, I want to start with that. Then I want to order the soup or something. Then come back and then I'll get the meal and then ask me for dessert because I want to talk about all that. Even though I'll never order it, I still want to hear what the special is and what dessert you have. Do you end up taking up half of your entree home? I take, I love taking leftovers, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the point. My mom and I have this rule whenever we go out to this one particular place in Trinidad that we love to go to. It has amazing blackberry cobbler. Where is it? What is it called? The eatery. Not like, oh, that is Gaga. That is Gaga's joint. This is what you do. You order dessert first. Okay, I'm about that. Because if you eat, if you get your, your food, you get your appetizer, whatever, you get your food, then you are too full for your blackberry cobbler, yeah. your yeah. hot apple or blackberry cobbler with ice cream on it. But if you get it first, then you can take half your sandwich home and you're good to go. That's a good idea. So that's my rule. I, I order dessert first. Hmm. I like that. Or also Tornado Dave's, I do that too. Oh, Rod. Because they have blackberry. No, they don't have cherry cobblers. Like in, a, in their oh, own. Oh, those little ones? In their own little bowl, heated up, and the bowl's all hot. Okay, and those are good. All hot and, those are good. <sighs> and we can't even talk about Tornado Dave's appetizers. Their appetizers 100%. are so... <laughs> The best. They are good. <laughs> They're mozzarella sticks. Okay, wow. The best. I I've hope ever you're had. eating now. Hope you ain't hungry. Go grab a snack. If you're listening to this, go grab a snack. Put us on pause. Down. We'll wait. All right, we're <laughs> back. <laughs> I do that though. I'll be like, I when so, if someone in a podcast I'm listening to or, a vi or like a YouTube video or something, they're like, come, let's like eat. You should eat with me or whatever. I'm like. Let me get my popcorn. Hold on. It's going to take a minute. <laughs> I don't know oh my why gosh, I do that, right. but I do that. Forget that you could pause it. You're so funny. I don't know. I just, I feel like they're with me. So that's what I like about <laughs> podcasts is that I feel like I'm with the person and I know them. Mm-hmm. And now that they know I about like our that. eating habits and how we like to make a total social interaction <laughs> out of, that's why it's been so hard for restaurants to be closed for us. We're I like, know. where are we supposed to eat? Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at home? This is terrible. <laughs> it's wrecking my life. <laughs> I have taken an appreciation to restaurants. Oh, They yes. are great. Oh, I just yeah, love them. I like, sure. especially when the weather's good, sit outside in the sun. Oh, yeah. Say hello to everybody. Oh, it's just great. I love it. Yeah, super, super. So, who do you spend that much time with? Like, how do you... How do you decide, like, you're the type of person that I would like to go have a social interaction with that lasts hours, 
<laughs> at a restaurant. Wait, wait, wait. I feel like we should welcome people. Oh. What are they even listening to? Welcome to 95 Bellevue, our oh, buddy. Uh, it is episode three. It is episode three. Cue Savannah's amazing intro. Yeah, I love it. It's really good. Well, welcome to 95 Bellevue, everybody. Welcome to 95 Bellevue. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last one where I was like, we were like, I love when, though, on the first podcast, when you're like, welcome to 95 Bellevue, guys. Welcome to 95 Bellevue, guys. It was perfect. Okay, now ask me your question. Now that people know what we're listening to, and they just listened to that 20-minute intro, and they have their taquitos <laughs> ready to go, they <laughs> let's start. Action. Okay. So let's cue the scene. You're at a restaurant mm -hmm. with a bunch of people, eating appetizers, making your waiter work really hard. Hopefully no, 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 you no. tip them. Having to come back I over waiters. and over. Yes. Asking you if you want to refill on your sprite before you've even had <laughs> before you even had a, a chance to look at the menu. <laughs> Who are you there with? Okay. I was thinking about this. Oh. I was. I was thinking about this because I I, I want to know who like. Let's be realistic. I'm there with Savannah. I'm there with Sydney. And I'm there with my friend Kayla. Who? That's my little posse. I did listen to the end. She did. And I got roasted yesterday at church. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think she would listen to the end. She's like, "What do you mean I would listen to the end?" I was like, "Sorry." Of course she would. Oh, goodness. But here's the thing. Okay, so here, here's who I want to take out to lunch. I want to take out people that I'm going to, like, learn from. Or, like, people that I, like, I want to be with people that are, like, causing me to think a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I want to have fun, but then I also want to think, 100%. too. 100%. And that's on like, glory. Why, why wouldn't you want to have fun? No, but That's like the best thing about life. I want a fun. good balance of both. I I, I want to be able to learn, and I want to I want to have people who we can have good conversation with because mm -hmm. I want to better my conversation. I want to better you know that part of me. <laughs> but <laughs> I want to better that part of me. I do. <laughs> I I love it. And I think that <clears throat> going to lunch. I don't know. I I think. Well, you asked me, you texted me the question, you're the, the average of five people you spend the most time with. Mm -hmm. And I was really thinking about that because at first, my very first reaction, my first angsty reaction was, I don't, I don't think that's true. <gasps> really? Mm -hmm. Why? Because, you want to know why? Because I hate, I was, <laughs> I do not like, strongly do not like mm -hmm. little phrases. Okay. Like, you're the average of five people, you're the average of five people you spend the most time with. Uh... I don't like it because I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not those people. I'm myself. Mm -hmm. But then I was thinking about it more and more throughout the day, and I was like, no, okay, there's a reason why you hang out with certain people. There's a reason why you gravitate, gravitate towards certain people. Mm -hmm. um, and I think for me, I try, like, I tend to hang out with older people which is interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I hang out with you sometimes. Mm -hmm. 
You're so old. It's crazy. So old. 43, <laughs> four decades Knocking on death's door. Whew, one foot in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but people older than myself, usually. I've always been like that, too. And just, I remember I was thinking of a story of a time of, like, I remember telling my mom when I would go over to my friend's house, um, I remember we went over, he had a bunch of family in town, and we... I just remember sitting at the table and listening to his grandparents talk and like their aunts and uncles and like being in their family mm -hmm. and just hearing people talk about their stories and what's going on in politics. I had no idea. I was, I was younger. I was probably fifth, sixth grade, somewhere around there. And oh, I can wow. remember this moment where I was sitting at the table and I didn't say anything and I just sat there and listened and I was like, I love this. I could fall asleep to this. I just love hearing people talk. Mm -hmm. I love hearing people, hearing their stories. And then I don't want to say anything. I just want to sit and I just want to listen. Mm -hmm. And so I try, I like to surround myself with people who do that, who can just talk and talk and talk and talk, and I can just listen to them. That's why I think Bill Johnson is one of my favorite speakers, because I can just sit and listen to him, and he kind of just has the same voice. It doesn't really go up and down. It doesn't really, you know, do much. But he, he just, he's, he's just telling a big story, I feel like. So... Those are the people that I tend to be around. And some people that are always doing stuff. Some people that are always, you know, going after something new. Yeah. They're trying to, like... I have a friend who's a pilot. Mm -hmm. She just became a pilot. <laughs> That's like, rad. Yeah. She's awesome. And she's like, oh, I'm not done yet. I'm still doing this. I'm gonna... Now she's going to be an engineer. Like, uh, or uh, not an engineer. I'm um, a... Uh, work on airplane engines. I don't know what it, like it's uh -huh. basically like a mechanic, a mechanic is what she's going, going for. And gotcha. she's, now she's training people and teaching them how to do what she's done. And mm -hmm. she's always going after something. Her name is Winnie and she is amazing. And she listens to this podcast. And hi, so, Winnie. hi Winnie. She's What's from up, girl? Wyoming. And that's where I met her in Wyoming. Winnie from Wyoming. And she's awesome. And she followed her dream of becoming a pilot and that's who she is. She's a freaking pilot. That's so rad. Yeah. She just, I sent me a Snapchat today. She's like, hi, California. I see you. And I was like, oh, hi, Winnie. It's really cool. Fly up over here and get yourself some Humble Bay coffee. Yeah. Eat at Tornado Dave's. Let's We've go to Hot Brew and just close it down. Oh, how about <clears> that? <throat> sure, uh, Hot Brew Sherry will have us uh, after party. Oh, she is totally down. <laughs> she would let us stay till midnight if we wanted. She'd probably. give she'd give us the keys and be like, eh, just lock up when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but goodness. people like that, people that keep me like, oh my gosh, you are doing amazing. Like people that inspire you. Yeah. People that are interesting. People that are fun. People that love life. People that are working towards something better. Yeah. You know. So when you so when I sent you that text about. Uh, the you're the five people you spend the you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with which is a quote from i want to say james roan i'm bad at pronunciations but mm -hmm. he wrote a book i read it in one of john maxwell's books and he was quoting this other guy okay um you so you were irritated at first but then you started thinking about it and then you were like okay i could see that oh yeah i can I could see, see it. where you could get something like that yeah and i the more <clears throat> i thought about it i was like okay no because okay and you got to remember it's a principle it's not a formula. i have to remember that i have to remember it's that it's not like i mean if you spend time with two people then you're going to a lot but you never spend time with it or if you spend time with 10 people you're going to be yeah. you know what i mean i guess for me principle. i was just i was looking at it and i was looking at my own life and i was like okay these are the these are the my realm of people that i'm around mm -hmm. and i don't see myself act like 
being an average of them. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I see myself interested in the things that they're interested in or else I right. probably wouldn't be hanging out with them. But then I started <clears> thinking, this is exactly why people, when they go to a certain, they get into a certain career, say you're going in the medical field. Right. You're going to talk like them. You're going to act like them. You're going to dress like them. You're probably going to buy... thinking like them. going to buy a Subaru or something like that, you know, something like that. You know, like, it's just what happens and I love it because you get into <laughs> your little clique almost. But and, some, and sometimes it can be unhealthy though. Oh, Yeah. Because I, I remember having a coworker one time. We used to, where I used to work, I won't say where, we were on 12s. And you worked 12 hours with the one person, and then you were home for your 12 hours. And so you worked with the same person your whole shift, every week, every month. You better like So you them. basically spent half your life, half of your work life, with, or half of your life with them. <laughs> and then, you know, you have your, your three days off, or three and then four days off. Yeah. Um, but all of my work life I spent with this one particular person. And I remember this one time I said something that I actually didn't feel, but it was something that she had said. She's, I think she said something like, oh, I just get tired of people really quickly or something like that. And I was like, and I found myself outside of work saying that. And I was like, why did I say, in my head, I was like, why did I even say that? I don't feel like that. I'm not like that. What am I doing? Yeah. And I was able to like look at it and be like, that wasn't even me. Why did I even say that? And it wasn't until years later when I read one of John Maxwell's books and he had that quote in there. I don't even honestly remember which one it is because I've read so many of his books <laughs> now. But, um, but I remember a time when it was an unhealthy thing. But then when I kind of got into the church world, which is where I spend probably half of my time, even though we only have church, you know, two hours a week, I'm still spending time with people, checking in on people. Yeah, we have teams that we plan things and dream things up and set goals and try to to decide the things that we're gonna go after. And, um, And then I just have people that are spiritual I don't know even even like a mentor or something mm-hmm. in my life that I look people that I look up to people that I like mash things out with when I'm trying to figure out whatever yeah. what I, when I try to figure when I'm trying to figure out like how to word something that is sort of marinating in my heart and so I have people that I sort of like work that stuff out Grind with things out with yeah yeah and so I start seeing I, I start seeing myself like influencing them and they're influencing me. And I feel like when I, when I heard that and said, and saw that I've seen the principle sort of active in my life, that you're the, the average of the five people that you're spending the most time with. And then the other thing that I, that I, that I read or heard, I can't remember if it was in a message or a book, listen to a lot of messages, read a lot of books. But I just remember that the message is that you should always have somebody that is pouring into you, somebody that you are just sort of like running alongside, and somebody that you're pouring into. So you have people that are like maybe farther ahead of you, more mature than you are, and that are helping you along and you're following them. And then you have sort of like people that are maybe like sort of in the same space as you are with the same goals, you're kind of running the same direction. And you're, um, you know, you're in re- in a relationship with each other where maybe you're um, encouraging each other and you're spurring each other on type of thing. But then you also want to have people that you're pouring into pe- the next generation that we're that we're all that we're all raising up. Yeah. And between those two principles, I have really found them to be pretty true in my life. 
and and I and I also think that it hap- it, it's stuff that's really healthy, you know, to have people that you're um, that you're gleaning from, people that you're, and then sometimes those can sort of overlap. Maybe somebody that you that once was really pouring into you when you were going through like a growth spurt maybe and then you maybe you find yourself peers you find yourself maybe on the same level kind of and you it kind of changes to where you're somebody that there's somebody that you're now doing life with Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah so um i don't i I don't know i guess i'm a little bit different than you i i tend to embrace that (laughs) those types of things and try to look for the truth in them um but but I do agree with you in some ways. Clichés are annoying, but then you also have to be like, I just okay, think a lot they're of annoying times, for a reason, but a lot of times they're true. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of times people, what I've noticed is that people will just take them and run with them, mm-hmm. and then they'll just plaster them everywhere, mm-hmm. and then not live by them. And right. I'm like, well, then what's the point of even having them if you're not gonna do anything with it? Mm-hmm. And I do that too. I do that with things in my own life or whatever. But and I think that's why it bugs me is because I hate that. I don't like doing that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I don't want any part of that. <laughs> Get me as far away from that as possible. But um, I've, I had a question because I wanted to know who I. There's a part of this that I think I realized why it kind of bugs me. But I want to know who are the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Would you say, tell me who they are, and then I'm going to tell you why part of this bugged me a little bit. Like their names? Or like... No, 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 don't tell me their You don't have to tell me their Well, you can. Yeah. Tell me tell me their names of people who, who you look up to, or people who you surround yourself with, or, or, or learn stuff from. You were talking about gleaning from, mm-hmm. or running alongside, or <clears throat> that kind of thing. You don't have to tell me whatever, whatever you kind of want. I, I was just thinking, in my head, I was thinking of, it helped me to be like, think of some people who were, I didn't really realize that were doing that, that actually were. Mm-hmm. Like I was looking at one person in particular. I Okay, so today I was, um, I have two places that I feel like I get a lot of good ideas from. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm in the shower. Okay. And I don't usually take long showers. I usually take like a five minute shower. I don't know why, but I'm just super in and out. But sometimes when I'm in there, I'm like, oh, boom, I got an idea, and that's it. Like, I got a really good idea once, not that long ago, and I was like, I am running with this. Like, I don't know what it's going to become. I don't know what it is, and I'm not going to say it, but I'm, I'm like, no, I'm doing this. I'm going to see what happens from this. Mm-hmm. And then my other idea, I just feel like I can think in the shower sometimes. And then my other place is, oddly enough, it's at the barber. Super weird, super random. Hmm. So today I was at the barber getting a bomb haircut. So <laughs> Who's your good. Barber, barber, give him a shout I'm, out. I was like, I'm going to give him a shout out because I think they're so good and I think everyone should go there. It's called Blades and Fortuna. His name's Roman. Um, he has a couple of ladies that work with him too. Um, maybe mm-hmm. another guy. I'm not exactly sure. But this lady cut my hair and I wish I would have gotten her name because she cut my hair the last time. She is so good. She knows how to cut my hair. Because I've tried to go to a couple other barbers and they do not know how to cut my hair. I don't know why. Like, does it run or what does it do? It's just not good. I don't know. I'm like, oh, thanks. That's really good. And I'm like, oh boy, that ain't, that is not it. (laughs) But these people know how to do it and they're so good. So I would recommend you go there if you are in the Humboldt area. Look them up. They have about a month waiting list, but it is worth it. Oh, awesome. They're good. 
So at the barber, you get your good ideas yes, in the shower. I was sitting there and I can like fall asleep when she was cutting my hair because it's so like relaxing. Mm -hmm. And it's just like bettering you. You feel good. It's almost like exercising. I get mm -hmm. good. I get, I think about stuff when I'm exercising. Yeah. This is a very long roundabout way to talk about what I was talking. But I think to get those spots, get those moments, those places where you can open your head and like kind of get the ideas flowing, mm -hmm. just kind of like recognize those places. And I recognize that I don't know. I want to know what you think about this. I was like, I was having to turn around because I was like, who do I look up to? Like, who do I look up to? Mm -hmm. And I was like, stop saying that. I don't look up to anybody. Like, why Why would I look up to somebody? This is me. So tell me if That's I'm okay. wrong. I, okay. I, I want to know if I'm wrong. I like your, your head. My head is a jumbled up mess of spaghetti sometimes, but I, let me I, try to work this out. I like it. <laughs> Um, so I'm sitting there and I'm all, I, she's not talking, I'm not talking, it's just quiet, and I'm like, why don't I look up any, to anybody? What's wrong with me? Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't feel like I look up to anybody. And I was like, wait, maybe that's a good thing. Because I was sitting there and I was going, if I look up to somebody, I feel like that gives me an, a way, in a way, like, if something, if they do something wrong, that gives me a way to, like, push them away and be like, oh, that's... I can't look up to you anymore. You've ruined it. You've you've kind of soiled that mm -hmm. relationship that you didn't know maybe we had, but I feel like I, I looked up to you and you've kind of ruined that. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to find the verbiage for it and I was like, oh my gosh, okay. This is kind of weird, but I feel like I watch people. Mm -hmm. And that's how I describe that. It's like, I watch people. And I was thinking of the people that I watch and like kind of just see how they do life and see how they handle situations. And I was, then immediately I was like, all these names started coming to my head. The people that I'm like, <laughs> okay, these are who I watch. Like, these are the people that I, I just, I look at and I see how they do life. I see how they run their business. I see how they run their families. I see how they run, like, their tough situations. And immediately I was able to find some people. And so I'm wondering what you think about that. I love it. I think that's awesome. Because I don't... I don't know if I necessarily love the term looking up to people. Even it was though bugging I, me. Even though I understand it. Yes. I, under, I understand what they mean, but there's also, a, there could be sort of an unhealthy and untrue connotation there of there's levels of people and I'm not there yet or something and then I'm higher than somebody else and somebody else is higher than me and I don't I don't necessarily feel like that at all. So, I don't, I think that there's a lot of people that feel the way that you feel. Because there's just so many people in, I can think of my, my partner at my other job, my, um, the other supervisor where mm -hmm. I work. And she's just like, she gets some, she gets kind of upset sometimes when people have an expectation of if somebody has a, a really high rank in the organization that we work for, that they get more respect or we need to be more, um, I don't know, fawn over them or we need to be more like mm -hmm. worried about what they think. I can't, I'm sure that there's a way better word that, for what I'm trying to say, but um, she's just like, no, I, I'm going to respect you just as much as I respect, you know, the people three ranks below you, just as much as I'm going to respect the janitor that comes in and changes our trash, just yeah. as much as I'm going to respect the security guard out in front of the building, just like everybody gets the same amount of respect for me because that's who I am. She's like, I am going to treat the, the, the 911 callers, the officers that we talk to, the, you know, the however many star, whatever rank you want to put on there. Like, I'm going to treat all of you guys with respect. I'm not going to, 
I'm not going to give this person more like awe or <clears throat> uh, just because of who they are or whatever. And I, f- I just said, or whatever. <gasps> 100%. <laughs> Take a shot of kombucha. Take a coffee drink. But I I kind of feel the same way, even though I understand that people have achieved a certain rank and they deserve a certain amount of honor because of that. I don't think that it necessarily makes them a better person than, than me because of that. You even see it in the church world. You'll see somebody that has a mega church in Texas or something, or I'm not even thinking of a, a specific mm-hmm. one, but somebody that has a church that has 50 campuses or like whatever all over the world, thousands of people, and they, and they think that that person is better than them somehow or something i'm just not like it that becomes at all. this unhealthy standard that yeah. they're that they didn't want or ask i think a lot of times most of the time they don't ask for it especially pastors or, or celebrities or people like in that right. realm of popularity amongst people right it's not their fault that they're quote famous i guess or in in a in a world where a lot of people look up to them yeah um and watch their every move and i just want to be very careful that i'm not putting that pressure on people mm-hmm. or comparing ourselves to something that somebody where where the lord has somebody else isn't where they where he has you it doesn't mean that you're that where you are is less important like, and that's hard sometimes like i don't like feel like like inferior at all to like my my congregation is less than 100 people i don't feel inferior to somebody that has 50,000 people in mm-hmm. their congregation at all, just because we're in different spaces. We're in different locations. We have different, you know, I'm at a different place in my, in my journey with, with the Lord and, and what he's calling me to all that stuff. So I don't at all feel like I, I can champion somebody that has a 50,000 member church as much as I can champion somebody that has a five member church or somebody that has yeah. a home group or, um, or fill in the blank. I can, I can find a reason to champion any person mm-hmm. at all, like ever. Yeah. And that's why I feel like I loved, I like put the the verbiage to what I was thinking and I was mm-hmm. like, yes, that's what I was looking for. And I was so happy because I, I can be like, oh, that's why I do that. That's mm-hmm. why I like watch people and see how they do things and like mm-hmm. kind of get closer to them and just, or even just ask them questions that aren't like a question like I'm not trying to get answers out of them not trying to see how they run their stuff but I'm just like seeing how their brain works Mm -hmm. well and really to be honest it comes down to leadership it comes down straight up that's the bottom line and John Maxwell will bring up him again he says uh, that leadership is influence nothing more nothing less so we as humans get to select who influences us and we get to pick people that influence us either in positive ways or in negative ways and for for to some degree or to a pretty large degree the five people that you spend the most time with are the people that are influencing you and so of course that's going to be true that you are going to start to become like who you spend time with who you look up to who you watch you become like what you look at yeah and that's why there's certain things that uh, we shouldn't be doing as human beings and there's certain things that we should be doing as human beings so spending you know spending time cultivating your spiritual relationships spending time that are on with people that are on that same journey you kind of asked earlier who my people are um, I spend a lot of time with my partner at work and I learn a lot from her. She's older than me 
She's, you know, she's helped me get through uh, being a parent because she's farther along mm-hmm. in the journey with that. She's helped me. She in, influences me and inspires me to, you know, make sure that I stay on a fitness journey, even though I've like really fallen off that wagon. Like I still am looking to her to like um, for in, inspiration and for influence. And I know that she would be a support and a champion for me if when I decide because I know it's totally my choice to to yeah. to do that. Um, so she's one person. Um, there's a few people here in like sort of the church world or realm or whatever, or whatever again. So that's going to be two squats for me. <laughs> um, so we're going to get healthy on this podcast. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the goal, we're right? We're a fitness podcast now. <laughs> uh, so. Even though Jeff moved away, he's for sure been a really huge influence. I spent a lot of time with him when he was here, and I try to still spend a lot of time with him. I FaceTime him usually at least once a week. I think there's probably only maybe been two weeks that we haven't FaceTime at least once a week, but sometimes even twice a week. But we we email, text, FaceTime. Email. I know, right? We well, we email links and stuff, and <laughs> okay, and. Yeah, we're weird. Anyway, uh, so uh, my husband. My husband is one of the five people that I spend the most time with. And so I I learn a lot from him. He has some gifts that are so much different than mine. Um, he is just, like, madly in love with people. And so he yeah. reminds me to just really make sure that I stay, like, operating in love when I can get uh, on my own. I can fill my head with a bunch of knowledge and forget that I'm actually supposed to be using it to... Love people, people well, yeah. And so he reminds me of that. He reminds me to calm down. You know, I I can get a little bit jacked up. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I can get really upset at home sometimes. <laughs> that that he's had to. I think probably within the last six months, he had to tape up our trash can because I broke it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I had to replace oh, it. Oh, did you have to replace it? Oh, he tried. <laughs> it was not fixable. It's a new trash can. Who doesn't want a new trash can? Did you ever watch that uh, well, the Avengers where Hulk takes and destroys that guy's smash? That's it? not true. It was not that bad. Whoa. I was trying to take out the I was trying to take out the trash and it was super full and I was super irritated about something else. So something totally so I'm trying to like shake the bag out, out like the 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 bag out of the trash can and it's like it's airlocked there in the bottom so oh, I was just yeah. like put like just shaking it and I was irritated about something totally different and I accidentally like it hit the ground and it just like just, just splintered into fragments and yeah. I was like whatever it's fine we can fix it we'll just throw some duct tape on it <laughs> one time when I was I had that same thing I was so fr- I don't know what I was frustrated about uh it was when I was in Wyoming and I remember I caught it was snowing and I was just I was I was done with the snow and I was just done with all that and mm-hmm. I think I was walking up my porch and I didn't shovel it, so I had frozen over, so it was slick, and I was carrying something, so I like my door wouldn't unlock. It was the light was off. every everything was about it. I slammed the door and I was so mad. And <laughs> I had this little sign up above my door, uh, and it fell off, knocked over the lights that I had around my window. Thumbtacks came out of the wall because I was jank and took <laughs> them up with thumbtacks. Then not only that, I thought I ever cleaned up everything up. Then like a week later, I ended up stepping on one, <laughs> and I was like. Did you learn anything? I learned to calm myself down a little bit. It's ridiculous. 
Sometimes we can just get so ridiculous. And I kind of had to, Steve Backlund, let's laugh at that, because that was, it was so <laughs> ridiculous. I love Steve Backlund. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what, I'm, he's definitely not somebody that I spend time with physically, but he's somebody that has a high amount of influence in my life. Yeah. So... Yeah. So the people that influence me, the those uh, those people, my my husband Jeff, my my friend, my friend slash coworker slash partner slash life partner slash everything. I love that girl. Mm-hmm. My my Susie, my other Susie, and um, probably just like kind of a collection of the team that we have here, um, and a f- couple of friends that are that don't necessarily have a position at church but um but I know that they love the church so much and I know that we have the same goals yeah Alex and Chelsea we probably I probably spend the most they would probably round out my five Alex and Chelsea and they're kind of like on that we're running together type of relationship you know that some of you guys on the team are younger than me and I am trying to like grow I'm intentionally trying to grow some of some of you guys Mm -hmm. as as leaders um And, like, with Jeff, I was intentionally trying to grow, and he was trying to grow me, so he was sort of, like, that person. But, like, Alex and Chelsea are our friends. They're our buddies. We love them. They love us. Like, we're really – we have the same goals. We have – we love the church so much. We want to build healthy family in the church. We want to be effective in ministering to people. We want to do outreach. We want – we just – we just love people. Yeah. And so we're just going after that. Um. And I'm, and it's kind of one of those things where your your coworkers, because they're youth pastors, mm-hmm. um, but it's like okay. I, I remember when I came to a point and I told Chelsea, I was like, if you didn't come to my church, I would still be your friend. And she's like, yeah, if if we didn't go to your church, I would I would still be your friend. And so that's kind of cool to to good. meet as as coworkers. But then you sort of like, okay, you're my friend now. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. And you're, and you're, I haven't been, because of COVID, I've really been trying to respect your, your folks, like personal space or whatever, but I used to drop by all the time and just like stay for hours and yeah. they'd I liked me when you and... came by every, like a couple of times when we were deciding this podcast and it ended up being a three hour <laughs> sipping on some coffee and just talking and yeah, those are the moments that I love and mm-hmm. I forget about them. And then a year later, I remember, I'm like, oh man, I remember that. And I remember sitting there and talking about this and just that was like, those are the foundational blocks that I want to remember and mm-hmm. build from those, those little moments that someone just dropped by mm-hmm. or someone in your life that you don't even know said something. And it was like, Oh, that changed mm-hmm. something in me. I don't know what it is, but I'm fixing to find out, mm-hmm. you know? <clears throat> and I think it's important to be aware of those specifically those two principles that you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with because if there's toxic people that you're allowing not even time but influence because the time equals the influence if you're not careful so you can spend a lot of time with somebody that's a little bit a little bit off a little bit toxic really doesn't add a whole lot but as long as you're making sure that you're the one that's influencing them you can sort of allow the time because you're understanding that you're pouring out you're not receiving during those interactions but if you're not careful then you're just going to be a victim of that principle of you're the five people that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with so if you're aware of that and then you're aware of the i'm 
I'm positioning myself where somebody can be like a mentor to, to me. I'm positioning myself around people that are going after the same things as me. And then I'm being intentional about, I think it's important for us as people, not even as Christians, but as people, but definitely as Christians too. But to be intentional, we are raising up a generation. And now you, as the cusp of millennial and Gen Z, you're <laughs> old enough to where you are raising up the next generation too. Like you have, uh, we were just talking about before we turned the recording on, that you're in a school and you have third, fourth graders? Mm-hmm. Third, fourth, well, yeah. Third, so fourth. you're like getting paid to raise up the next generation. And you're and, and I just want for us to... everybody that that I can possibly influence to really have an awareness of whether you signed up for it or not, it doesn't matter. You are. So you get to be intentional about it or someone's going to raise up this next generation. If we don't do it, then we're letting other people do it. Mm -hmm. And so why wouldn't we want to be intentional about making sure that we're raising up the next generation? I I remember having conversations with, with some parents and some school people probably a few years ago when you were still in school. Okay. Um, and I remember them just, there was a few people that were, that were just like, I just think that I have such high hopes for them, such good dreams for them. I really want for our ceiling to be their floor. Um, and that is just like such a beautiful posture to have when you're thinking about raising the next generation. Like you want for your ceiling to be their floor that you, they don't have to fight to learn all of the lessons that we had to fight to learn that we're training them that we're positioning them that we're imparting knowledge and and um and principles for living life upon a generation so that like you are 22 years old and you know so much more about like finances life relationships than some of us did when we were 22 years old and so we want to like position you for greatness. I it's one of the reasons if I ever write a book, I'm gonna it's gonna be called "There's Room at the Top." I want for people to Top be right now. excited about people succeeding more than they did. Yeah. Like, I, if you truly, really want for your ceiling to be the next generation's floor, you cannot be upset with them when you position them for that, and then they launch off of that. Like that should be something that you should be so excited about that you find people that you can like really get behind them, invest in them, champion them, all that stuff. And, and like celebrate that and get all of your friends involved in doing the same thing. Because that, I feel like that's how we're going to raise up a generation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think like I want, I really want to be someone who's like, in like when I'm when I'm older or whatever, and someone's looking up to me, I don't I don't want them to have to figure out this maze of what I've already learned. I want them to have it open, and then they can run with it. Take what you want, run with it. That's why I love going back to like when I would sit down and li- just listen to people. I feel like I could take pieces of that and go, oh, I like that. I don't really like that. Somewhere in my mind, I guess I was doing that because mm-hmm. I can e- go like, oh, I don't agree with that. I don't know why I don't agree with that my little sixth grade mind, but I could be like, mm, I'm going to run with that part, but not that part. Mm-hmm. And I want to be that for some, I want to be that for people. Like, I don't want to ever, them to have to, like, pick at and try to, like, open me up and try to find it when I'm that age. I want I want it to be freely given. I want it to be like, no, this is, 
Well, it's also it's seen in the fruits of, of your life. That's seen. what I mean. Like it's just flowing out of you. It's just who you're about. So there, it's just, uh, it's just like that cycle of like, oh, I see this, I do this, and now I'm running with the next part of it, the mm-hmm. part that maybe you didn't unlock or the part that wasn't yours to unlock. Right. Uh, well, and being able to articulate those principles and things like that, even though it's annoying, it's a cliche, but it's a, it's a saying, it's a cliche, it's a, a phrase of words strung together because it's true. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's funny because last time you were just like, oh, old people talk about that, What we don't want to talk about. There is a natural resistance between the generations from, from young people to old people and from old, older people to younger people. There is a natural resistance for old people to think, older people to think, I have something to impart to you and you need to listen. Mm-hmm. And there's a, also a natural resistance for the younger generation to reject that and so both of us have to be intentional about leaning in and and building relationship it all goes back to relationship right Mm -hmm. building relationship with each other where i'm learning from you i love learning how your mind works like we were not recording but just i think last week we were like hammering out this like um not even a disagreement it was just like you're telling you're saying a statement to me and I'm receiving something that I don't think that you mean for me to receive and so I'm just like I just kept asking I don't understand can you keep telling me can you explain it to me more can you break it down for me because and I and like I shared with you what I was hearing and you were like okay that's not what I'm saying and I'm just like help me understand but it took like because there was like some tension rising, you know, and but it took us just like really leaning in and just and just we were able to come to a not e- not even like a consensus, but like no, an understanding. Yeah. It was like I understand what you're saying now, and I'm not going to be offended by your words, even though I was hearing something else when you said the words. Mm-hmm. Once I heard your heart behind the words, I was like, okay, I understand. I'm not going to be upset about that now. That's why we've got to have these conversations. We've mm-hmm. got to do this. And I think that's the biggest thing right now is sit down and have these conversations with yeah. people. Be willing to ha- open up like to open with some open up with someone and just get these conversations going. Mm-hmm. Whether you're going to I don't want everybody to agree at the end of it. The goal isn't to just agree on everything. Right. The, the goal is for me and for I hope I, other people is to just get these conversations rolling because it opens your mind. When I'm having that conversation with you, I go, oh, I never even thought that someone would take that as this. Right. As me being a brat or me being selfish or whatever. And just for our listeners, I think we're, we were talking about the saying, it's not about you. Because, mm-hmm. and, and I know that you weren't upset with me personally. No. But you were like, I don't like that because this is what I hear. And I was like, you're, uh, that makes you seem like a brat. And you're like, but I'm not. And I'm like, I know you're not, but... I'm I- like, I don't feel like a brat. Maybe I am, but I don't feel like it. <laughs> like a brat would say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm being a brat. But it would, I just thought it was cool that we even were able to, like, n- not get upset with each other, but to really just um, dig in and just really want to understand. And so it was It was a cool conversation. Um but I think it's, I agree with you. It's totally important to have these conversations. Talk to people that you don't agree with. Talk to people that are different than you. You might learn something. Heck yeah. Like, just, I feel like that's happened, at least 
for me, it's been like this silent for a long time. And I'm like, no, 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 mm -hmm. I'm ready for the conversation. Let's talk about it. Yeah, but, but don't you think it's funny? Because um, we've even had this conversation. I intentionally listen, keep people on my social media that I disagree with. And you're like, no, I block them. No, I don't block. Okay, that sounds hard. I just, <laughs> at a certain them. part, at a certain point, I'm like, that's not, I use social media for something so different though, I feel like. Me and Sydney and Savannah had this conversation in the car where I'm like, no, I don't have, I don't do social media to show anyone anything besides, I have social media because I want, I like looking back at my own thoughts. Mm -hmm. And it's a place where I can post something and be my own thought and then the next week I can go, I totally disagree with that. Mm -hmm. So I use social media for such a different thing I feel like than what it's might be intended for. Like I don't use social media to keep up with people or else I would delete all of them and have like three people on there <laughs> who I actually talk to. Yeah, and that's true. Cause we are, we do have a different purpose when it comes to social media. Like I like, I'm basically on social media for the memes and the cat pictures. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> memers are the real heroes of 2020. They got me through, man. They got me Shoot, through. Dang. And that and the 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 TikTok. TikTok is funny, but TikTok is hilarious. Oh, can I tell you something really? Quick? Yes. Oh my goodness. So I had this little kid come up to me, this little boy. He and uh, he's in second grade, and he came up to me, and he's all. He was explaining something. He was basically explaining the Kermit the Frog meme. Yes. Where it has like a little hood on it, or or no, the one where it's drinking tea in the car, and it's like. Mm. Yeah. And he goes, he's explaining it to me and I'm looking at him and he goes, do you know what a meme is? And I was like, no way. Yeah. You're like, fool, I invented memes. And he was like, it, and then he goes, it has like pictures on it and then it says something funny. And I was like, boy, I'm not 50 years old. I know what a meme is. Yeah, but a 22 year old to a seven year old Five, or six, six year old, old yeah. is a hundred. At least. <laughs> I was like, one foot in the grave. I'm over the hill. <laughs> Better get you some black balloons for your next birthday party. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Yes, I know what a meme is. Oh, speaking. <laughs> speaking of funny yeah. rabbit trail stories. Seriously, Rodney is 48. 48 years old. Probably five years ago, we're driving in the car. And he looks at me and he goes, <gasps> Am I 50? I'm like, what? He's like, am I 50? I'm like, first of all, wh why? Uh, n f first of all, no, but why did you just suddenly have a heart attack and ask me if you were 50? He was like 42 or 43. He's like, am I 50? I was like, what? Speaking of age. Oh my gosh, yeah. Memes. So I'm on social media. That's where we were going. Okay, get, wrap it, get it back on, in here. I'm on Pull social media. <laughs> For the memes and the cat pictures. But I also follow a lot of people because I want to know what people are. I know that there's a lot of people that don't think that they're as influenced by social media as they are. And so I want to know what people are following and what what is influencing them. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I follow people that I disagree with or that... It's really hard for me to watch their thought process or whatever. Yeah. I still follow them. I, I do respect that, and I like that. Um, not there yet, but... It's all right. 
Um, yeah, I guess we just use it for different things. That's where at least where I'm at right now. Maybe not when I started mm -hmm. social media, but right now that's where I'm at. I'm like, no, I'm posting stuff, kind of just my own thoughts, and then just seeing where they like seeing what they are. I just want to create like a almost like a portfolio that I can look back on and be like, oh, look yeah. how far I've come. Or just like, oh, I remember that because yeah. I'm really into moments, and I think every time I ever talk uh, like a worship night or, or anything like that. I'm like, I'm really into moments. And so I, I like taking a quick picture, even if it's a blurry picture, mm -hmm. um, and remembering the moment of it. And I like yeah. writing down what was what my thought was on that moment and what my what what just what was going on, what the smells were and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was like looking. But I don't use social media for that at all. Oh, I do. I just I love seeing when someone's like just a raw photo of someone like. Or what they took, like I don't know. I just think it means so much, like, yeah. and I like that. It's there's something like art, like there's so there's some kind of art to that, mm -hmm. of not the perfection. I'm not looking for the perfection in a photo. I'm looking for the story behind the photo. Yeah, the the real. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I kind of wanted to be a photographer for a moment in time, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, what kind of photographer do I want to be? And I was like looking up people, like photo local photographers, and. People that are, you know, any fool can get a camera and be, take a good photo. Mm, but it's about the no. person. I think so. Everyone That's has an true. iPhone in their pocket. Or they should have that an iPhone. That doesn't mean they, they can take a good photo. In their pocket, but the phone does all the work for you is what I mean. It's like you can point and shoot and take a decent photo. Yeah, that's true. Decent, yes. Um, great, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is like, I just, I don't know. I was looking for the people that are there's a story behind it and there's like a there's a heart behind it yeah I follow um, one page that I follow is like the humans of humans of New York I mm -hmm. love that page I oh, love yeah. it because they post someone they tell their story that sounds fascinating a, it is so good they the, I think it's just this guy and he he has like a company now I think mm -hmm. I, I don't know much about it but I've been following it for a while and he just finds people on the street and takes a photo of the master's story and he's like a really good photographer so he takes a really nice photo of someone yeah writes their whole story out and I love it. I love reading them because I go, this is the world. Like, mm -hmm. this is the raw world of people living their lives that are hard and they go through stupid stuff and they deal with it and now they're telling their story because everyone has a story and I think it should be heard and I really love that. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm looking for. The raw. I think that that's the art. one of the defining sort of characteristics that social scientists are finding about your generation, I'm gonna say generation, that there is not a hunger for, a, we'll say specifically church, to put on a beautiful show with lights and fog and stuff and I look don't perfect. Want that. I think that there's wait, wait, a there hunger. Wait, there isn't? There's not. Oh, okay. There's that they actually hunger for real connection, vulnerability, transparency, just real people real problems, real life, real issues, uh -huh. real yes. just like a support system maybe to help get through that stuff. And um, and I think it's something that I think the church can grow in is just being totally, being free to, to say like, yeah, I love Jesus, but I have messed up and I have a jacked up story, mm -hmm. but it's... He is, he's going to make something beautiful out of it and I just trust that and 
to not be afraid to share. Like we had Mountain of Mercy up at church yesterday. Oh, I love. I want to know what your perspective is because I go out there every week, and so I know them. No, I mean every other week. Mm-hmm. So tell me what yours. Is this is the first time you've ever. Um, no, they've come once a long, long time ago. I, I think remember. that was Team Challenge. I don't think it was Mountain oh, of Mercy. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, the reason why I loved them so much. I cannot tell you one thing that they said. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what their names were. I could maybe pick them out in a store, whatever, but I, I can't tell you what they what they talked about. Right. But I don't think that's the important part. It is. It is. Don't like. I don't want to devalue that. But the fact the one the first guy got up there and he said, I was like, okay, I'm kind of curious to see what they're gonna talk about. I didn't. I don't. I didn't know what they were gonna do. And he said, I'm nervous. Instantly, I was like, you have my full attention. Whatever you are saying, he is on it. I am watching you. Because you told that. me I'm nervous. You told you got vulnerable with me and you said I'm nervous. He didn't try to get up there. He didn't try to put on a show. He didn't try to read me a script. He didn't try to tell me that Jesus loves me. He showed me that Jesus loves me through him being nervous and getting up there and doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of rawness that I'm looking for in people, mm-hmm. in relationships. I'm, I love that. You don't care if someone's the best public speaker. No. That's trained and honed their craft. I don't want to be that. I don't want to find someone who, if you're good at that, that is great. If that is your talent, that mm-hmm. is amazing. Use it. Yeah. But don't lose that, don't lose that, convert the, like, just don't. Just be real. But that's such a hard thing. I can't. It's like tell someone to be real. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes being real is all you've ever known is to read a script. Yeah. But it's like feel it. Mhm. I don't know how to explain that, but when you're feeling something, I don't know. I cry. So usually when I cry, I'm like, I know it's there. No. <laughs> or with anything, with it's like, whatever. When I that's when I feel it. That's when I'm like, oh no, this is this. He's on this. Mhm. And or usually it's. Some one thing that someone says that is not what they're trying to say, mm-hmm. like the I'm nervous. I yeah. was like, that's it. <laughs> there we are. It doesn't matter what else you say. You've caught my attention. I'm listening. I know your heart, and I know that's why you have authority to be up here teaching, yeah. telling me. That's what I'm looking for in my friends and my people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I surround myself with, or try. And I think that that's important for people to understand that about other people that they're I because I feel like it can give us such a freedom to really be who we really are and um, Mm -hmm. I always want to make sure that people feel free to to be who they really are you know to I don't want I don't want older people to feel like they have to pretend like they know everything in order to get younger people to listen to them because really what what people want, um, it's another saying, people don't care how much you know till they know that you care. It's I a saying because saying. it's true. All right, I'll give you that. <laughs> 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 Sorry, no. It's all good. Anyway. I don't know. It's been fun. Talking about people. Talking about people that influence us and people that we care about and people that we follow and the reasons why. Yeah. Boom. Amen. Jesus. And that's all glory. Thanks for listening. I just want to end on that. <laughs>
to 95 Bellevue. Comment on our Instagram. We have an Instagram page. Comment on our Instagram. At 95 Bellevue Podcast. At 95 Bellevue Podcast. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Comment. DM us. We'll message back. We want to hear from you. There was a lady that I sent you a screenshot today, and I'm not going to say her name, but she said that she loved the podcast. Yay. I have no idea who she was. You knew who she was, but mm-hmm. I was like, that makes my heart so happy that one person was, that I don't know is like, this was really good. Yay! And I'm just like, well, I don't know what's good about it. I'm, we're just blabbing away. <laughs> I don't know. I think we both uh, have a really hard time being fake, so I don't know. I didn't say, or whatever... Too many times this time. The only time I said 100% was when I was meaning to say 100% because I was joking. 100%. Boom. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. Comment. Say hi. Say bye. Thanks, Savannah, for her music. Yes. She is amazing. And that's a wrap.